on episode 329 of Nintendo Switchcraft. We've got no new Switch for E3. Starlink DLC has a price. There's a beta for Mario Kart Tour. Persona 5S has been unveiled. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. We're going to talk about some stuff. everybody welcome back to nintendo switchcraft listen this show is recorded live three times a week on tuesdays and thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by patron martin s get switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar heading on over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp well, our, our big story for today is that Mr. Furukawa, Shintaro Furukawa, he is the new president of Nintendo. He took over when uh, Mr. Kimishima? Yeah, when Mr. Kimishima retired. And he recently was speaking to Bloomberg, and he said something very, very important. All right. And people are reading a lot into this, but it's not that big of a deal. Uh, He said, and I quote, this is from Tom's guide is where I'm getting it because I think Bloomberg was behind a paywall and I didn't have uh, a subscription there. But it says, speaking to Bloomberg via The Verge, Shintaro Furukawa, president of Nintendo, said that we're always working on new hardware and we will announce it when we are able to sell it. But we have no plans to announce that at E3 in June. All right. So why do we care about this? Well, of course, we care about new hardware from Nintendo because it's a Nintendo show. But the thing that we need to think about here is what does this really mean? I'm going to back up and explain before we go any further into what Mr. Furukawa said. What's really important here is that there have been many rumors about various new hardware from Nintendo, new versions of the Switch. So, for example, uh, people have leaked quotes. I'm using quotes if you're not watching the YouTube version. Uh, But um, people have leaked the back of the Nintendo Switch Mini, uh, which is basically a smaller version of the Switch that has the Joy-Cons attached, according to the rumors. Um, There has been... Um, stories from the Wall Street Journal that have said that Nintendo, uh, um, how do I want to phrase this? It was people who work with Nintendo, not working for Nintendo, but people who work with Nintendo had confirmed reports that they were working on a more mainstream gamer version of the Nintendo Switch with an improved screen and possibly new battery life and things like that. Uh, But up until now, Nintendo's been really, really quiet. So Mr. Furukawa being interviewed by The Verge uh, and posting it on Bloomberg, he said that they're always working on new hardware. Duh. Of course they are. They probably started working on the next uh, system before the Switch even came out. 
but they're always working on new hardware, but they don't have anything to announce now, and they don't expect to do this at E3. Now, why would he tell us this? Well, there's a couple reasons. The first is because he doesn't want people to be afraid to buy a new Nintendo Switch, okay? If, 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 uh, if people think, with all these rumors going around, that there's another Switch coming, then there's going to be people who are like, well, I think I want to hold off. And before we go any further, I want to address that concern. Even if you went out today and bought a Nintendo Switch and then a new version came out uh, a little bit down the road, the the features that would come with that new version, it would still be playing the same games. And the features that might come with with said new version uh, that's quote-unquote better... Uh, would be probably better battery life. And I know when the Switch was first announced, everybody was aghast at the idea that it would only get three hours. But three hours is a long time to play with a device in your hand like that. And for me, it's never even once been an issue. I've never run out of battery on the Nintendo Switch, ever. I do play docked most of the time, but I've never run out of battery on the Switch. Um... So that's one of the features that that we would uh, that I would anticipate happening is probably a new chip, uh, an upgrade of the current chip that would not be more powerful per se, but would run more efficiently and allow us to play the same games, probably at the same resolutions, probably at the same frame rates, but at a much lower battery cost, so that they could make the system smaller or could throw bigger battery pieces in there. I don't know. Uh, that's that's what, and I've talked about this on the show before, so I don't want to get into it uh, in a huge way. Um, so that's what, I, I don't think that there's any reason to hold off buying a Nintendo Switch. Now, for those of you that say, Bill, what if a new Switch does come out? Well, okay, that's fine. You're not, right now, by not buying the Switch and waiting, you're missing out on some amazing games. So just go buy one already. And if it means that you're going to be mad at me when a new one does come out, then be mad at me. I don't care. But right now you're missing out on some fantastic games. So uh, go pick up a Switch if you haven't yet. And if you're listening to this show, you probably already have. Um, Let's see. What else did I want to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be announcing it now. Like he's he's saying, look, we're not announcing it at E3. Okay. And I did see some people on Twitter say, well, no, because they'll have already announced it by E3. And I don't think that's happening either. I do think that they will announce, if this rumor turns out to be true, and of course we want to take all rumors with a grain of salt, um, if the rumor turns out to be true, then I think that we would probably get an announcement later on this year we certainly wouldn't get some. I don't think that they would announce something at E3 unless it was coming out very, very soon after. Because announcing that there's a new version cannibalizes sales. I think that the Xbox One X, which was previously called Project Scorpio, Microsoft announced that way too early. Way too early. And it cost them a lot of sales because people were like, oh, man, this whole Project Scorpio thing is coming. What exactly is it going to be? You know, and so people didn't want to spend money on the 
uh, on an Xbox One or an Xbox One S because Project Scorpio was coming and they didn't know what that meant. Nintendo isn't going to announce it and then have it be a long delay before it comes out because that's going to very much hurt the sales of the systems that are currently in the market. What I anticipate is I, I also don't think that they will wait until the end of the year. And here's my reason for for this. If they waited until the end of the year to announce it, then what's going to happen is that at, you, we all know Nintendo. They never make enough. Okay? So if they announce it at the end of the year and then they uh, have it available for people to purchase, the problem that's going to happen is people won't be able to find the damn thing. It always happens every single time. And you don't want that to happen around the holidays. So what I think Nintendo will probably do is they will probably, if this rumor's true, they will probably announce sometime, say, July or August, and then have the system come out less than a month later, probably a month later, at most a month later. And I've been wrong about stuff before, but I'm I'm guessing that it probably would be a month later. That gives people time to say, okay, well, uh, GameStop will start setting up their trade-in stuff so you can bring in your old Switch and get your new Switch. But honestly, if you have a Switch, no matter what this new one does, you're probably going to be fine. There's really no reason to run out and replace your Switch. That being said, I probably would. I probably would try out the new one. And maybe I would give my old one to my niece or something. I don't know. Um, But I don't think that the upgrade that you're going to get is going to be worth it for most people. And honestly, I'm even if it does have a bigger screen, even if it's a 1080p screen, I don't know that that's a big enough upgrade to sell me. Like Nintendo's got a really, really sell this thing. I think what's much more likely is the less powerful version of the Nintendo Switch being a little bit cheaper uh, like that makes a little more sense to me because that's easier to sell. That doesn't make me regret buying the one that I have. It makes it so, oh, I've got the better one. But if I want to get more for my household so that, you know, Junior is keeping their grubby little fingers off my $300 device, then I'll get them their own. Anyway, I would very much love to hear what you guys think about this. Uh, let's go to chat real quick. Uh, Misfit says, handheld all the time. My doc collects dust. Um, so they're probably somebody who would want a bigger uh, a bigger screen. Um, Joy Blaze says, I never take my Joy-Cons off. Uh, Misfit says, I'd pick up the, heart, the, the HD version and keep the OG Switch. The OG Switch, I like that. Uh, Joel Mead says, don't want the Switch Mini if the Joy-Cons don't come off. Uh, That's a really good point as well. Like, there's a lot of games where I I honestly don't like playing in handheld very much. Even when I do play not docked, I usually set the Switch up on on its kickstand in tabletop mode. And I kind of slouch down and uh, I take the the Joy-Cons one in each hand and play them like that when I do play if I'm not uh, at home. It's very seldom that I play in handheld mode, although I have been playing a lot of SteamWorld Quest 
uh, sitting downstairs in handheld mode lately. But for the most part, I don't. Uh, let's talk about something that's not a rumor, something that is absolutely for sure. Buy a ColecoVision and a Coleco game cartridge by November 15th. We'll send you a free Cabbage Patch Kid by Christmas. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, Starlink Battle for Atlas is getting a significant content update, and it's all centered around Star Fox and his team. And that Star Fox DLC is coming out on April 30th. It's also coming with a free update to the game. Uh, Here's the full rundown uh, from uh, Nintendo Everything posted this. This is from Ubisoft's... um, uh, press site. It says, as a as part of the free update, players can explore the Crimson Moon theater of the Outlaw games. Players will be able to com- to compete in an all new single player and two player split ski- split screen racing tracks, fighting waves of ruthless enemies in the Crimson Coliseum to see their rank and stats on the leaderboard. The Crimson Moon will also impact the entire world of Atlas. And let players engage with a new faction story, missions, and weekly challenges. Additionally, players will be able to expand their roster and play through the new Crimson Moon content with five pilots, three starships, and 11... uh, Can't do that with my fingers. um, 11 new weapons available separately for digital-only purchase. I previously talked about the fact that Starlink is getting rid of their physical stuff because it just wasn't popular enough. Uh, they, they go on to say, alongside the Crimson Moon update, prepare to take control of the Star Fox team members, Peppy, Falco, and Slippy in brand new comment, co- content, oh my god, I can't talk today, coming exclusively to the Nintendo Switch. Hunt down Star Wolf team in a series of missions with the help of three new Star Fox team pilots, each with their own unique special ability and skill tree. The new Star Fox content will be available separately for digital-only purchase for $11.99 on the Nintendo Switch beginning on April 30th, 2019. Okay. Sounds awesome. I have yet to play Starlink, which is ridiculous. I have it sitting... I have it sitting on the shelf behind me someplace. Uh, My son played it a bunch, and he really liked it. Uh, but I haven't played it and I just, I need to sit down and play it sometime and, and just find the time to do it. It's, it's tough for me to find the time. This sounds really cool and it makes me want to jump into the game now. And this is a game that's constantly on sale. So if you're looking for a good deal, I'll bet you, I'll bet you that before April 30th, well, probably not because there's only five days, um, I'll bet you that sometime around April 30th, you'll probably be able to get uh, Starlink, uh, Battle for Atlas on Amazon, like super cheap. Uh, it, by the way, on our Discord, our community Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, we have a channel that's just called Deals. And make sure that you join the Discord. Awesome people are there. And uh, just make sure that that Deals 
channel is not muted. And whenever a cool deal comes up, people are always posting stuff. And it's not just Nintendo stuff. It's PC, it's Xbox, it's uh, PS4, all that stuff. You can always uh, find out about good deals there. All right, so I definitely want to try this out, but not as much as I want to try out the next thing. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. Mario Kart Tour is almost here. Now, we don't have a firm release date for it yet, but that's okay. What do we know about Mario Kart Tour? Well, if you go to uh, MarioKartTour.com, you are going to see that it is coming in summer 2019. I think we already knew that. I think that we knew that it was coming for a while now. Um, I should probably explain exactly what Mario Kart Tour is. Mario Kart Tour is a Mario Kart game that you play on your phone. You play it on your cell phone. And uh, we don't know quite how the game is going to work. Like, is it going to be... um, We don't know the monetization model, basically. Uh, is it going to be you 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 buy it once and you can play it forever like Super Mario Run was, or is it going to be more of like a gotcha system where uh, you try and unlock pieces of carts for you to play, or is it going to be a game where uh, you can race if you have coins available or I don't know maybe like gas available and uh, you know the gas slowly replenishes over time so that you can play a little bit every day. But if you want to play more than that, then you can probably use real money to buy Mario coins and then use the coins to buy gas and some ridiculously convoluted thing. I think that one's probably most likely the way that it's going to happen. But you want to play the game now? Because I'm going to tell you how you can play it now. Well, not now, but very, very soon. Here's how. First off, this is funny. Um... A lot of people have complained that Nintendo has been bringing their games to uh, iOS before Android, almost like Android's an afterthought, which I don't, I never thought that that was true. Um, But I do feel like there's a lot of overlap between the people who like Nintendo stuff and who like Apple stuff. And if you're somebody who loves Nintendo and hates Apple, I totally get it. That's fine, too. Uh, I do think that there is a lot of overlap. That doesn't mean that I'm trying to apply that to everybody. Uh, But if you want to play Mario Kart uh, Tour first, then what you're going to want to do is you are going to want to have an Android device because uh, the the closed beta test is coming to exclusively Android. Now, why would Nintendo do this? Well, probably because Apple doesn't give developers a way to do something like this. Say what you want about Apple. They are draconian in some of the ways that they do things. And while I don't agree with everything they do, I think that they make really good products. Uh, The fact that this is happening on Android is because Apple just, they probably won't let Nintendo do a closed beta test of their software, uh, which is ridiculous. But Android lets you do stuff like that. And if you are interested, like if you're watching this on the YouTube channel right now, just hold your phone up, point it at the QR code, and uh, it should take you to wherever it is you need to go. But uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can either go to MarioKartTour.com or you can just go to RunJumpStomp.com and take a look at the show notes. Uh, The application schedule, April 23rd, Tuesday 
to May 7th, uh, which is also a Tuesday. So you have one week to apply. So if you haven't already applied, go apply right now if you've got an Android device. I do not have an Android device, uh, which is very upsetting to me. So I won't be able to try this out, which is too bad for me. Um, the beta test schedule, when are they actually going to be doing this? Uh, the the test runs from May 22nd, which is a Wednesday, um, to June 4th, which is a Tuesday. And they said that dates may change without prior notice. There's only two countries that you can do this in, however. That would be Japan and the U.S. Uh, they're currently only doing it uh, in those two locations. So if you live outside of one of those two locations, you can't test this, which is too bad. Um, the supported operating system is only Android. And uh, they said, don't don't at me, is what they said. Uh, we will not respond to inquiries regarding the content or implementation of the closed beta test. Uh, so... So don't don't at Nintendo. Uh, they uh, they've they've said their piece, and there you go. I would love to hear uh, people who uh, get to test this out. If you get in, uh, send me a message on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft so that I can sort it. And I would love to be able to hear about your experience with this beta, uh, since I personally won't be able to uh, take part in it. Uh, we've got two quick things to talk about. Well, maybe one quick thing and one something that's not going to be quick. Mario Tennis Aces. It's a pretty damn good game. Uh, playing online, I've had a lot of fun. The, the skill level of the people that I play against, they have gotten better and better, and my skill level has stayed pretty much the same. So... When I play online, I tend to lose, so I don't play online too much anymore. But if you're good at games, you'll probably have a lot of fun with Mario Tennis Aces. It's a it's a really fun game, and it's fun um, playing local multiplayer. If you haven't picked it up yet, guess what? You can hit the courts right now. Now is your chance uh, to take advantage uh, with Mario Tennis Aces special online demo, which includes seven-day free trial for Nintendo Switch Online. Download now and play from 426, that's tomorrow, 12 p.m. Pacific Time to 428. So just this weekend, you can play it. And it also comes with seven days of Nintendo Switch Online. What does that mean? That means you get to try out all of the NES games that you can play online. All right, who really cares? But it means you can also play Tetris 99. And if there's ever a game that would sell people on Nintendo Switch Online, it would be Tetris 99. That game is fantastic. So for the low, low price of free, you can try all this stuff out. Uh, Again, uh, download it from April 26th, 12 p.m. Pacific time. You can convert to your own time zone uh, up until April 28th, 9 p.m. Pacific time. So those are your your trial times for Mario Tennis Aces special online demo. You know, it's funny that this happened because I recently got an email, or maybe it was a tweet. Somebody was asking me about one of my other shows is Run Jump Stomp. It's a general gaming podcast, and and they were asking what happens or what happened to demos. We used to get demos all the time, and now we never get demos. Uh and, and that's a topic that I'm going to be talking about. 
I want to say on tomorrow's episode of Run, Jump, Stomp, but I am going to be taking my wife to go see Avengers, and I don't know if I'll have time to record Run, Jump, Stomp tomorrow or if I'll have to record it on either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll find out uh, when I record it. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to that show, go subscribe to it. But it's funny that they asked that question, and now we've got a demo. It's almost like Nintendo was watching tweets to me. What do you think? You think that's happening? Probably not. Rogers, Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. Okay, so I'll tell you what. I'm excited about this this next story. And I'm excited because I, I don't I haven't played any of the Persona games. None of them. And I probably won't play any of the Persona games, but Persona 5S was announced for the Nintendo Switch. And it was it was very surprising as to what it was. It's not Persona 5 ported to the Nintendo Switch. It is Persona 5 Scramble. And what is it? Well, it's a partnership between Atlas and Koei Tecmo. And if Koei Tecmo sounds uh, familiar to you, it's because I have raved about Koei Tecmo a bunch with their Hyrule Warriors games. And what was the other game? Oh, um, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors games. I really, really like those games. Uh, Persona 5S Scramble is by Koei Tecmo, and it features characters from the Persona series playing in basically a Warriors game, which is very exciting. I really like the Warriors games. In in Japan, I think they call them Musou games. Uh, If this is interesting to you, then if, if you've played uh, Hyrule Warriors and you liked it, or if you played Fire Emblem Warriors, this is going to be more of the same, and it's going to be uh, in the Persona. I'm just excited to have more Warriors games because they're so much fun. Now, I know that there's a lot of people who are upset because they were thinking that we were going to be getting Persona 5 on the Nintendo Switch, Persona 5 being the RPG, the very well-liked RPG that a lot of people say is a fantastic game. I've not played it. Not because... The the reason I haven't played it is because I work in a damn high school and I don't want to come home. I love my job, but I don't want to come home from work and then go to high school in a video game. I'm not interested in that. But if you hand me a sword and countless uh, enemies to fight against... I'm all for that. That sounds awesome. Uh, so I, I'm I'm very, very excited for this game. Uh, Pakio in chat is not happy about it. He says, they saved me $60, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, I'm sorry, Pakio. I know that a lot of people were, were excited for that, but it's just not going to happen. Okay, uh, let's hit the Nintendo download real quick. All right, Box Boy and Box Girl, this is the Nintendo Download. Every week, Nintendo posts the Nintendo Download. On Thursdays, I tell you about the biggest stories that they want you to know about. Uh, Box Boy and Box Girl are coming out tomorrow, April 26th. There's a free demo. demo? There's a free demo for the game right now. Go check it out. Very fun little puzzle game. I like the demo a lot. Uh, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, is basically the up version of the uh, original uh, original game. That game comes out on April 30th. And 
SteamWorld Quest Hand of Gilgamesh is very, very fun. Uh, and that one is already out. So if you haven't already checked out my, I hate to say review, but it's like a review in progress because I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still playing through it. I'm, I'm probably around halfway through the game or so. Uh, go back to the last episode of Nintendo Switchcraft and listen to my thoughts on that. But if you don't want to, that's fine. I'll save you some time. It's awesome. Pick up the game. It's fantastic. And uh, let's see. Oh, Praise the Sun, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on April 25th. That would be today. And running until 8.59 a.m. Pacific Time on May 8th, Dark Souls Remastered for the Nintendo Switch is 30% off. Uh, a lot of people, you know, I might actually pick that up. Ah, oh, don't even think about it, Bill. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff at the Nintendo Download. If you want to check out the rest of the Nintendo Download, go to runjumpstomp.com and check it out. It's time for feedback. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. That's right, portable power. Portable power with the Nintendo Switch. But you know what's not portable? the Commodore 64. Last episode, I talked about the Commodore 64, and I, um, because somebody had released the original Super Mario Brothers for the Commodore 64, and then Nintendo gave them four days and then cut them off. They said, no, 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 what are you doing? You can't do that. I kind of complained at Nintendo about that. And then afterwards, I was spending a little more time thinking about it, and I realized Nintendo actually did us all a favor. Nintendo is legally required to go after anybody that violates their trademark or their copyright, whichever one it is. I know that lawyers have sent me in emails and tweets telling me, hey, Bill, I'm a lawyer. It's this. I can't remember which one it is, so please don't be mad. Um, But it's not that I didn't read your email because I did. I just can't remember things. Uh, So Nintendo has to protect their copyright or trademark or whatever, and if they don't, they could lose it. But... Nintendo didn't do it immediately. And I complained about that, saying, Nintendo, this person worked on it for seven years, and you wait until they un- until they unveil it to hit them with it? Come on. Well, Trevor sent me an email. They said, hi, Bill. I just wanted to add some questions slash comments to your discussion of Super Mario Brothers being ported to Commodore 64. You asked, why did Nintendo wait for seven years? Number one, did Nintendo know about it before it was actually ported? I think that they did because I think I remember reading that about this person working on it, but I could be wrong about that because, you know, I have the memory of a goldfish as I think we have, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, number two, maybe Nintendo did reach out to this person and they decided to do it anyways. That's also a possibility. Number three, they said, I also think Nintendo can't look into every project people say they're working on. Once that project is actually done, then Nintendo has to jump on it. Just some thoughts on this story. Thanks, Trevor. Those are all awesome. I have a fourth one for you that didn't occur to me until after I recorded. Maybe Nintendo did this on purpose. Maybe they said, look, porting Super Mario Brothers to the C64 is not something that is going to hurt our bottom line at all. However, we are obligated to defend our our intellectual property. So, let's give them four days. Four days from the day it releases, so that it gets out there. Once it's out there, once something is on the internet, it's on the internet forever. You can't get rid of it. Nintendo knows this. 
So they gave them four days to get this stuff out there. So now it's out there and people can find it. If you're really, really scrappy, you can probably locate uh, Mario for the Commodore 64. Maybe that's something. Does that sound like something Nintendo would do? It doesn't sound like something Nintendo would do. It doesn't sound like something Nintendo would do at all. But maybe it's a new Nintendo under Mr. Furukawa. Who knows? There's only one way to find out, and that's to go get a job at Nintendo and ask somebody. So uh, Harley 17 in chat says, Now, where can I find a Commodore 64? Very good question. I bet you can find an emulator for a Commodore 64. Uh, so there you go. But, uh, man, did anybody out there have a Commodore 64 when you were a kid? I love that thing. Maybe I'll do an episode of Run, Jump, Stomp about the Commodore 64 and my favorite games that were on that system back in the day. Uh, if you think that that's a good idea, uh, let me know. Uh, do at Run, Jump, Stomp. Use the hashtag RJSPOD. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about it then. Okay, let's get out of here. Frogger's Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com or the better way to get a hold of me is to use Twitter at uh, runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft so that I can sort it by my other shows. Speaking of other shows, go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows, and you can see all the other shows that I do. I'm a very busy guy. I've got a lot of shows. The music from today's show that's coming up on right now is by Noteblock. Uh, Make sure that you head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash music. And if you want to support the show, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. I'm out of here. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.